going on, my beautiful disc golf people? This is Party Card Sports Disc Golf Edition. Back for another week with my boy Nate. Back at it again with the boys. It was a great week for disc golf, not only locally, but just for some coverage. You know, we had the Memorial Championship. Still sad in that it was not hey, part of the pro tier. Pro I'll tour. tell you something. It wasn't a great weekend for a certain AB character. You know, God, I still, still make the excuse for him, but he, he put himself in a position to win the week prior in Las Vegas, let it down. He's in a position again to take home a win in an A tier, although not a pro tour event, and he lets the bag go again. Yeah, man, and you can make all the excuses you want for him being I will. young. But uh, Gannon Berwin. So... Yeah, and it, it's not that Gannon Berwin, it's how he won. He comes to the league card in the fourth round, and the fourth round was actually pretty slow. No one was really lighting it up on the lead card. Gannon Berwin was doing just enough to make up strokes and then earns his way into a three-man playoff with himself, Anthony Barella, and Aaron Gossage. Goes two holes, and basically on the second hole of the playoff, Gannon Burr parks the hole, and both Aaron Gossage and A.B. have outside the circle looks. Both of them miss it, and pretty much just an absolute walk-off. Uh, the playoff didn't live up to the hype, but it was it was still nice to see Gannon Burr win after all the controversy he's been through the last few weeks going through the lawsuit with Prodigy. I was say, that's, that was the one good thing, is that Gannon Burr got to show Prodigy, like, yo, I'm here. I'm still good. Like last week, we got Kevin Jones saying, "Like, yo, Prodigy, I'm the go to this team." I can't Chill wait until Kevin Jones leaves. And then right back, Gannon Burr says, "No, wait a minute. I'm the goat of this team, and I'm gonna be leaving here soon anyway. Once I win this lawsuit, he's not gonna win the lawsuit. Unfortunately, <laughs> I don't. I don't think he will. Agree to disagree. Th- there was. There's been some developments in that, but until there's an actual conclusion, I'm not gonna really touch on it. But Another storyline from the Memorial Championship and the FPO division, Own Scoggins just absolutely taking it down, winning in huge fashion by 10 strokes. And she was the highest rated player at 977 in the FPO division. The other storyline from the FPO division, you know, the touchy topic of Natalie Ryan, the openly transgender, they, them, female ish player playing in the FPO was allowed to compete in this tournament because it was not a pro tour event and it was not a pdga major it was just a solid a tier uh you know there was a couple times in coverage where she threw a shot or threw a putt and she just instantly snaps back to the gallery i do think that some things were being said i'm not 100 percent sure because it was not caught on coverage on a hot mic but just the way she reacted sometimes just seemed to be like there might have been some things being said from the gallery Listen, uh, neither of us were there, so we don't necessarily know. We only get to see what live coverage gives us. Uh, the way she reacted, though, gives us a sense of that. But uh, I'm going to put it like this. If you are putting yourself out there as a pro in any sport, you got to be able to take any type of criticism back to your fans. Now, if they were talking during you know, her actual throws or her putts or something like that, fine that's against policy you're not supposed to be doing that but if someone says something you got to keep a calm head just like everybody else does even even if it is hateful i mean if you 
you want to go back in the day, you know, I'm sure Jackie Robinson wasn't liking the way people were talking to him either. Yeah. No, you know, yeah. so if you want to put yourself out there, you got to take that stuff. Another thing that I noticed while watching coverage. So the first round of coverage by the disc golf guy, what a guy owns Goggins is on the feature card and she's being real chatty, just chatting up the card. Natalie Ryan was not on that card. Maybe it was because how it was cut and edited in post-production from the disc golf guy. Maybe it was because this is actually what was recorded by the mic. But Owen Scoggins, after the first round, the second, third, and fourth round, Natalie Ryan was on her card. Owen Scoggins wasn't as chatty to the card. So I think maybe we're starting to see some of the other female competitors showing their disapproval of Natalie Ryan playing in the FPO. Like I said, Oh, I think it happened before this. I think so, too. But I'm just saying, in particular to this instance, I cannot confirm nor deny how it was cut and covered by the disc golf guy in, in post-production. But from what I could hear, Owen Scoggins tended to be not as chatty when Natalie Ryan was part of the card in the second, third, and fourth round. Sure, sure. I, here's the thing. I feel like the PDJ ruling stemmed right from the FPO's competitors saying, hey, this is not what we want. This is things that we all agree on. And I think the PDJ made their ruling based on what big FPO's. So that could be totally true what you're saying. Their whole disapproval of what's going on could definitely be why their attitudes change while they're playing with said person. Said person. Other than that, you know, Memorial Championship was kind of lackluster. A lot of the big pros are already headed down to Waco for the next Elite Series tournament, which is going on right now as we're recording. They just pretty much wrapped up the first round a few hours ago. We'll touch on that here in a second. Another big HR that happened this past weekend was the Crush on Concho, presented what? by Lone... What? 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 Oh, I'm sorry. We Say it again. The Crush on the Con- Concho? What? You know, it was 21st annual, so it's, it's been around. Presented by Lone Star Disc. And the only reason why I'm bringing this up is just to, you know, reiterate to my to my host, to the host of the show, that although Emerson Keith did not win, he did take second. He did beat the other Lone Star Disc representative in the pro division, Nico. He did beat Nico LeCastro by seven strokes. Joel Freeman did end up taking it down. Uh, Emerson Keith lost. By two strokes to Joel Freeman and beat Nico by seven strokes. I'm just saying uh, we can move on from that. I just wanted no to throw that in there. Cares. Hey, listeners, take a vote on how much you care about that. And they don't. They don't care. They just said they don't care. Oh, we did a live poll, huh? Yes, we did. What live poll said no one cares about that statistic. I just, I just want to always reiterate to you that Emerson Keith is a better disc golfer. Well, if you're already than... wanting to move along on that, let's talk about right now. Right, Mel. Come yeah, on, Mel. Where's Emerson Keith right now? Uh, Look, looks three, like he's, he's not on lead card tomorrow. He's three strokes behind. Big deal. You one know who is on lead card tomorrow? Lone Star's other player, Nicola Castro. Well, it's about time he pulls his head out of his ass. Well, it's in yours and other opinions of others. Nicola Castro's head's always up his ass. So. His head is always up his ass. He's a fucking listen, douche canoe. Listen, don't make me. The fanboy of Nikola Castro. You, you put yourself not, in the fanboy. I am position. not his fanboy. I just Wrong. said you, you one time quite like you are that the that necess- not necessarily 
the crime met the punishment. That doesn't make me a fan. I still agree. Nico takes too long on putts, takes too long on upshots. He is a mouthy dude. He's He whines. I agree with all that crap. Uh, one thing I didn't agree with was the freaking punishment, and you guys all are butthurt about it. Just let you know, he has no room in disc golf, and disc golf should have Bunch no room for him. Bunch of butthurt, whiny babies. You know, he's he's on his last contract. Hopefully, he doesn't stick around for much longer. Just oh for, for disc golf's sake. They'll probably re-sign him again, the Lone Star, after he wins a couple majors this year. Uh, it'd be, I'd be surprised if he wins a couple majors. <laughs> I'm, I'm surprised, though, that you didn't... So last week, we talked about our picks for Waco. I went with Emerson Keith because, you know, he did take second on the same exact course in January. You went with the local kid, Nolan Ramser. I'm surprised you didn't go with Brody Smith because Brody Smith is up I there also. I didn't want to go with Brody. You didn't want, you didn't want to be let down again? Yeah, I, 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 I've, I've been on Brody's back a lot and said, like, oh, Brody's making big changes, little sort of stuff, and then ever gets up there anytime he ever gets up there it's like the last two rounds is always stink and he always just jumps right back down to like 50th place 40th place whatever it is yeah he just can't find a way to close out tournaments and plus he soured me how so <sighs> listen i'm not gonna deny it i'm a i'm a i'm a paul Macbeth fanboy the goat fanboy and i'll, I'll say this Brody just turned his back on the guy that gave him everything, just like that. Yeah, I can I can see that. I mean, I know there's an argument to be said, you know, that maybe Paul backed out of some deals or whatever, but still, like, I, I think Paul gave Brody pretty much his whole disc golf career, and now him and Brody aren't even friends anymore, so that's kind of stupid to me. But the thing about disc golf and what, People need to know is that even though they are quote unquote teammates playing for the same company, they're still competitors at the end of the day. You know, only one of them could take first. So there, there are no friends in competition. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Just like on, uh, if I'm if I'm playing against you or Harp on any given weekend, and I can beat you, I'll let you hear about it. Yeah, we're not. We're and not if you beat up. me, you just go like, ha, should have beat you anyway, sucker. Exactly. I can't. There's no winning for me or Harp when we play against you. It's like, well, shit, if we beat you, we're, we're supposed to a, win. A closer a closer thing about like you versus Harp, of course. Yeah. But, uh, and then me versus Chuck. I, I love beating Chuck. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I tell you what. Between you and Chuck, you guys have some of the most utmost banter between you two. And sometimes the animosity that that goes on between you you two when you guys are playing around even when you guys are playing in completely different divisions yeah chuck punched me in the chest the other day what a douche canoe the other day that was like two weeks ago yeah douche canoe once again playing in completely different divisions god right. i love that sound yeah but you're right i mean we're all see see when we play around we're all in each other's face like it's like we're used to it yeah we're we're talking crap nice layup loser all this type of stuff like it but that's guess what this is how i put it to myself yeah that's gonna piss you off in that round or whatever you might get in your head during that round but during a tournament round when no one's talking to you or doing anything like that you have that much more confidence like even if somebody says something while you're putting hey man you're used to that that's that's all fuel that's all fuel 
No, nothing affects me when I'm putting or playing, really, uh, except for just loud, sudden noises, because I'm used to playing with, you know, you, Harp, Chuck, you know, just always talking. It, it's the quietness that gets to me. Yeah, I, I hate it when everybody gets quiet. Um, or, like, like you said, if like an air horn goes off right as I'm yeah, trying to right, throw, right. I'd be a little bad. But if someone's talking in my backswing, like, it, unless it's like a, I can't do this close to the mic, but like, then I'm not like pissed off by me. It's like, if we were just talking like this back and forth, like, hey, Nate, what's going on? Like, da, 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 and I'm throwing, I'm not gonna be like, hey, could you guys be quiet? I'm trying to throw. We know some of those guys. Oh, we do. Unfortunately. And that, you know, we, we talked about the Memorial Championship and the crush on Concho, but we did have a local tournament. Uh, this past weekend that I played in solid B tier, one day B tier, the Augusta Open, uh, newly re- renovated, newly pretty much designed Augusta course out in Garvin, Garvin Park, I believe it is Garvin or Gavin Park. Uh, the tournament was put on by the farm and Tyson Jones and Kenny, Kenny Under- Underfucker. Kenny Underfucker. What a guy! What a guy! See, um, I didn't actually get to play. But I did get to see the course layout, and I did actually talk to Kenny about it, what they were doing, and I agreed with everything he changed. How was it to play? It, it was good. Um, Very birdie or die course. Uh, surprisingly, how easy the course was. Not a lot of people consistently went off. Some of it was kind of the wind in the first round, which was crazy because the wind was higher in the first round, and I was actually had the privilege, I should say, to play against the guys that to play with the guys in the MA1 division that shot, I think, nine and eight down for the first round. It shot 1,000-rated rounds. But say, let me let me ask you about that. How How is it like being on a – so I know you can shoot 1,000-rated rounds. I don't, know God, I, wish ever, I, could. I don't know if you've ever done it before. Nope. I've, seen un, I've seen fun rounds of you where you go off, but, but what's it like to be on a, a card with two guys that are just having the absolute best rounds of their life, and then you're – sitting there trying to be like struggling. happy struggling or being happy about like your accomplishments during the round two, even though they're not as great as the people you're playing against at the time. So that day it was for me actually quite easy because I, I got to watch good disc golf by golfers that I would say I'm still in that realm of, they were just playing really good. I didn't, I've never played with Andrew Powell. I believe was one guy's name uh, until that day. I've played with Kay, Caleb Evans, a handful of times and to watch him go off was interesting. Cause I've watched, I watched him struggle the last couple weeks in other leagues and tournaments, but uh, to watch both of them kind of battle it out, do it off the tee and on the putting green. And I'm just struggling. It almost kind of relieved me to kind of like, Oh, well, okay. I started off real slow. These guys started hot. I can just kind of relax and just play disc golf now and not really so much have to worry about chasing down a win. Because we're we're playing two rounds in one day. Now, if we were playing two rounds in two days or three rounds in two days, might have been a little different. But playing two rounds in one day, those guys already got out to a big lead. I was able to just kind of relax and just take my score and uh, rally in the second round for a little bit better score. That's what I was about to say. I was about to say you made some huge improvements in the second round. So, like you said, being calm... And be like, cool. I don't have to go for a win. I can just play to play. Yeah, I, I, I could just. How did that change in the second round? Like you, you went, you kind of went off in the second round. The second round, I shot four down. Uh, made some adjustments. The wind was down compared to the first round, which is really weird because the other two guys, although the scoring conditions were more favorable, they shot 
significantly worse in the second round. And then we had just Justin Sanger go off in the second round uh, for the MA1 division. But, uh, no, in the second round, I think one what helped me was the lunch break. I was able to get some birdie juice with lunch, you know. Oh, jeez. A <laughs> couple, yeah. couple natties down down the hatch, get real loose for the second round. Uh, also, just playing with the boys. I got I got to play with Harp. I got to play with Charlie. And they were both in front of me at the time and score. And it kind of sucked watching them struggle just because, you know, they are – I consider them teammates and in-party card in the flock and all that good stuff. And to watch them struggle wasn't as fun. But, you know, to, to play the way I was playing in the second round and to just kind of keep my head on, just knowing that I cannot push for first or second, but I can push for, you know, maybe a top five. I end up tying for sixth. I was happy. Uh, let some things get away. But in that second round, I made some good adjustments. All in all, a pretty solid weekend for disc golf for me. Uh, can't really complain. I'm not used to playing on Sundays because I work third shift, and I can tell you I was exhausted after that second round. Your boy was ready to go home and go straight to sleep. Oh, I bet, man. Now, that's that's enough talking about you and your disc golf Thanks, accomplishments. So let's move on back to the pro side of the whole thing. You got some topics over there. Let me hear some of them bad boys. Regarding what? You had some topics, right? You had some topics prepared? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh some of you may say it's controversial, maybe not. Uh, but the House of Disc purchase of Dynamic Disc. And here we go. And here we go. Whether you love it, whether you hate it, it happened. Uh, House of Disc, a few years ago, I don't have the exact year, bought out Latitude 264, which we all know. Well, I guess most of us know that have been in the disc golf world is synonymous with the trilogy brand with being Lad 264, Westside Disc, and Dynamic Disc, now, as of last week, are now under the same umbrella of House of Disc, Lad 264, Westside Disc, and Dynamic Disc, all under that same umbrella. Also, Castaplast. Castaplast. Handai. Uh, Handai. Um, and then uh, the Disc Golf uh, spin-off, spin-off, spin-off games. games. Uh, that made Disc and Golf. And then, obviously, it. Dynamic Disc's uh, distribute distribution type stuff i think i can't remember the exact name but their distribution in america is all theirs now right right well quote unquote all theirs the way they word it is well we own them but they still have operational control the the board there is now a board that makes the money and investment decisions but yes on a day-to-day operation level Sure. It's still all individual, allegedly. 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 And Russo did take the money that he got from this buyout. Bought shit. No, he bought shares and now is on that board. So he got bought out to buy himself back in. He is now on that board. So he still has a say, Uh, allegedly. So the captain did not go down with his ship. Did not go down with his ship. But then jumped back on another ship. Okay. <laughs> Interesting play there. Not no you know what? I'm not gonna speak on his intentions or what he's gonna do. I no one knows that besides him. But what I'm gonna speak on is I do not like the fact and I'm no hippie disc golfer. I'm not a Yeah. Man. I mean, I have nothing against these type of people. I I'm not the guy that's going out and, you know, doing this round smoking or or, you know, listening to 
deadhead or anything like that. Oh, and I and like I said, I have no problems with that at all. Whatever. But I don't like the fact that businessmen and venture capitalists are jumping into this sport and trying to take over. I don't like that at all. It's just anytime a VC comes in and tries to run things in companies, all it does is it goes out, bleeds the company dry, then ends up claiming bankruptcy and then dropping it like a hot piece of you-know-what. You-know-what. So I can't really touch so much on Castaplast because I haven't thrown a lot of their stuff. Yes, I've tossed around a Berg. I've thrown the Grim a handful of times, but I haven't actually had my hands on their plastic enough to know you know, the difference between their plastic when they first came out and their plastic since they've been bought out for House of Discs. I wouldn't be able to tell the difference. Uh, I honestly don't throw a lot of Latitude. The only Latitude disc I have in my bag that I've ever thrown is the Stiletto. And honestly, I don't even touch that disc very much anymore. The only dynamic discs I throw are the Vandal and the Justice, which are kind of staples in my bag. But I don't think I'd be able to tell between the two because we've seen the quality of dynamic discs kind of go downhill. Yeah, terribly downhill. Since, since COVID, you know, dynamic discs just didn't quite bounce back the same way that Innova or Discraft did. With the distribution and, and most of the products for dynamic discs coming out of you know, overseas that completely destroyed their market because you cannot get that stuff from over there to here efficiently, efficiently, right? Especially not during COVID boats were getting stopped at ports. Uh, you had to go through weeks long, uh, uh, quarantines for e even like just items and stuff getting here. Now take that. You have to get it here. Now you have to distribute it to all your people. The moment it comes out, it's all bought up. Bam, it's gone. The price has skyrocketed because they, they have to make their profit oh, yeah, margins. It's still that way right now. I mean, just yeah. look at some of the dis Okay, just today. <laughs> I brought some I bought some brand new Ricky stuff, right? Yeah, it's tour it's tour series, all it's that prototype type of stuff. stuff prototype. Yeah. $30 for everything. So there you go. I mean, that's the price skyrocketed right there, but they did not bounce in the positive like everybody else. In fact, they went down. It hurt their business for sure. And I, I think Dynamic Disc saw this as their last resort. You know, we've we've been hearing a lot from our local pro shop that you go into Dynamic Disc and they just don't have anything for you. you. You can't order anything on their website. Trying to get anything from them shipped to store is just almost impossible. Couldn't keep their racks filled yeah, at all that's, in Emporia. I, I heard a lot of people walked into their, their store there in Emporia and just like, where's everything at? Well, don't we, we don't have it. Yeah, they don't have it. So uh, I think this was really the only move for Dynamic Disc and Westside Disc to, to stay alive in the game of disc golf. Uh, if they, they could have, okay, it's not their only move. It was the best move for them to make money right away. What what other sure. decision would you would you have rather them take? Make a molding company here. You have to. You'd have you, to. You, make you have to have here. investors. You have to have money to do that. The, yeah, you you okay. can't just pull you it out correct. your ass. You have to have investors to do that. You have to have money to do that. But what they did, they didn't get investors. They got bought out. Completely different. Eh, and it, well, and in fact, bought out is too nice. They sold out. It depends on the way you look. Because the the way it's worded, now, however it works out, might be different. The way it's worded is that 
this so-called venture capitalist investment company that is House of Discs, you know, is still giving Dynamic Discs the control. They might give them the ability to, you know, have their own molding machines here in the States, you know, increase production locally and then distribute more locally instead of having everything shipped from overseas from Latitude. Uh, you know, we, we talk about House of Dicks. House of Dicks. That's exactly what they are, a bunch of House of Dicks. House of Dicks. Talk about House of Dicks, and that is actually, you know, part of two venture capitalist groups. We have the Vendus Capital Group and the Equip Capital Group. And, you know, I did my very small due diligence and kind of did my research on the two capital, the venture capitalist groups. Vendus, you know, basically specializes in investments in e-commerce and retail in general, which we can say disc golf is very e-commerce. You know, most of how we get a lot of our stuff, if not in our local pro shops, is over the internet, whether it's from, you know, disc golf warehouse, uh, uh, infinite disc, OTB, so on and so forth. They, but they're mostly based out of Europe, where Latitude's at. The biggest part of the Vendus Capital Group, the biggest part of their portfolio, however, seems to be clothing and fashion of various kinds, which, you know, doesn't really tie in with disc golf. It could. I mean, it could for, for, for sporting, but, you know, disc golf already has their, their sporting line, basically. And I, it's, it's Adidas. I agree. I agree. More or less. Um, I could. Here's the thing. I think me and you both, me and you both, we, we don't mind Adidas or anything that nah. big of a deal, but would you like a little bit more selection in your disc golf attire every once in a while? Like, I kind of would for sure. The only the only thing I truly wear that are Adidas is every once in a while my long sleeve and then my shoes. But I I can go get other shoes if I wanted. Yeah, yeah, but would would you like say? And obviously this is not House of Disc, but say if you, cause you like a Nova, say if in a Nova like polo or something came out that actually looked cool or some some sweatpants or something that looked cool you'd probably buy that and this is that could be uh i would if it wasn't like a billion fucking dollars that's a, yeah, i mean yeah you're exactly they're, right they're, but pr- so they're proud nike, of that stuff so it's nike so yeah, yeah. uh under armor all that company stuff so it's the same thing i don't know it just when it, it it's weird to look at the fitness capital group and then have them have no real ties to athletic before they do have an athletic clothing line that they did invest in. I bet you they have ties in China. Uh huh. I did not <laughs> I did not see that. Actually all of their branches that I saw were Europe ish. Well yeah, every all the money's gonna go through Europe. The, the only two I all can, the production's gonna go through China. <laughs> the only two branches I can remember because it was the first and last branch on their website was Belarus and Milan. But there is a second part to this to this group, and that's the Equip Capital Group. Every time I hear Milan, I think Mulan, Mulan. which is China. That's all I'm saying. Oh my god! So, <laughs> little segue there. Uh, the Equip Capital Group, you know, I'm much less likely to believe their website looked like it was copy and pasted from a fifth grade website, uh, based out of Norway. Their biggest part of their portfolio was IT and tech services. What the heck that's got to do with disc golf and, and media, maybe. 
that that's all I could really see that's the, ga- all, the game. That's all DD really had uh, going for it after COVID was the media. Yeah, but I just and same with the game. You're right. Yeah. Ah, uh, I'm not really looking too much into who these venture capitalists I, I am. are. I am because if someone's gonna come buy out my company, just you know, in general. Oh, now DD's your company. No, I'm just saying in general, <laughs> buy out my company. I'm not gonna sell my my company to someone that has no absolute idea what the fuck they're doing. You would for a bag. For an absolute bag, maybe. Well, he got a but absolute that's bag. the difference between disc golf and say a mainstream sport like baseball. You know, baseball open market, no no salary cap, so teams can be sold for God knows how much. But you take disc golf that is such a niche and. You know, community-driven sport that our local pro shop has a direct link to the community. Not so much that, you know, going to Walmart and buying a disc is completely different than going to Ducks and buying a disc. Ducks, you have that link. You have that personal touch. But when you have somebody like House of Disc buy you out, you now lose that personal touch. Your local pro shop now becomes a middleman. Your local pro shop becomes a middle link in that chain. Now it's just you have corporate. It's now corporate. Exa- it's now corporate, exactly. It's now more of a franchise. You lose that connection. You lose that direct feeling to the community. And I think that's what Discraft or sorry, uh Dynamic Disc started to lack after COVID. And I think they're gonna continue to lack after this. For sure. I couldn't agree more with that. That's why I don't like the fact that they sold these VCs. Now, hear me out. All these things happened. All those companies we just said happened. Now, there's rumors going around that House of Disc isn't done, and they're looking for someone else. Now, can I ask you a question, Nate? No. What other company has European ties to it? What other company also has a factory or not factory, but is has discs running through a factory with it with a latitude 64. What? Disc mania does. Oh, yeah. I, I just say that. that. Why'd you so, have to go a little? Because you didn't let me finish. Oh. Well, don't ask me so, until you're ready. I believe that in my head, I've tied it together that house of discs will buy disc mania next. And that'll be their next big buy. So here's here's my opinion on just this topic in general. I think as it sits now, it's okay. I don't think it's good for disc golf. I don't think it's bad for disc golf. I think it's okay. Why? Because we're, as disc golf consumers, we're already synonymous with having the trilogy brand of Latitude 64, Westside Disc, and Dynamic Disc all under the same so umbrella. So that's a quad. Well, yeah, because Cataplast. But for the most part, Cataplast is still small enough that it's eh, it's still its own kind of thing. But in the big picture, it's still trilogy that's now under this House of Dis umbrella. However, if House of Dis starts to expand outside of that trilogy and Cataplast, I do think that is terrible for disc golf. If they were to reach out and buy Discmania, if Discmania starts to fail. As they've branched out on their own. Well, I don't think they're fail, but uh, I think you like branch out on their own. Sure. Yeah, I mean, this man is branched out on their own. I don't think they will accept a buyout unless they start to fail. 
if Discmania starts to fail and Disc House of Disc comes in and tries to buy or does buy out Discmania, that is where I think we have a huge problem for disc golf. At that point, we start looking at a monopoly. At that point, we start to see the greed of money and power in this game. And then I do think we start to have a big problem with how this game is really ran inside of our communities. I do understand that, you know, part of running a business is making money. But this this sport is so much more than making money. This sport is so much more than just making millions of what we see on the NBA or in the MLB. It's it's a community. It's not just a game. Exactly. Um, that's exactly what I'm talking about. And that's why I don't like this big money corporations coming in. Now, what I do like is a, is a company that we've been talking about all the time. And I, I at first, I didn't like it. But now I do. And that's Lone Star. They're backed by big money, of course. But it seems like they have all the right intentions. They make some good quality discs. They, good plastic. They're Feels do, good. Yeah. They're, I feel like they still have more of a smaller company vibe right now, but yeah. they're backed with big money in all the same ways. But they're, and I, in my opinion, they're doing it all the right way. I agree. And, you know, we talk about Discmania, but there are several small, smaller companies like, uh, Lone Star, Mint Disc, Clash Discs, uh, Thought Space. Gateway? Gateway Disc. Ooh. Gateway, yeah, would be... I'm surprised that one's not already under that, that umbrella. I mean, uh, that could very well come under an umbrella. Now, if another company... don't want to sell. If another company comes in and starts to buy some of these, eh, we still start looking at that corporate competition that we really... Well, I really don't want to see in disc golf. You know, it, it's fine to have corporate competition between like Nike and and Adidas for the apparel and, and that branding. But when you start competing for the actual brands that are synonymous with disc golf, with Innova, Discraft, you know, Discmania, Dynamic Disc, so on and so forth, that is where we start to run into a problem with corporate greed. For sure, for sure. I mean, I think there's already healthy rivalries between companies right now and i think those rivalries are what's driving kinda, driving the growth of, of the game and the sales for these companies it's kind of like and you're not gonna like this uh metaphor Probably or not. analogy that i got but it's, it's, it's kind of like how in nascar right you got fords you got chevys and you got toyotas used to be you had a dodge in there too but then the dodges <laughs> didn't make it classic but all of that is a healthy rivalry between each other like obviously there's the big company like you said in there but at the same time it's not like to the point where it's like hey buy a ford t-shirt or hey sell sell your soul to get you know a chevy <laughs> stock or some bull crap like that it's just like a hell you know what i mean yeah i mean in that case it's more about Hendrix Racing or, or, or exactly. whatever, right? Exactly. Not so much about Ford, che Toyota, Chevy. It's Hendrix Racing or... Ganaus or... Yeah, or those whatever. racing teams, yeah. So, yeah. I, I mean, I get what you're saying, man. It, I, the last thing I want is for it to just become like, hey, uh, this pro player plays here, so spend $50 on this piece of crap because it has his <laughs> name on it. I mean, we already have a little bit of that. 
I ain't at, least, no at, least bucks. at least it's still like a quality piece that we get right now. I'm afraid that if it becomes these big corporations trying to I think fight we're gonna back see quality forward, go way down. I think so too. I think and so. I'm hoping that these other big companies like now I'm put now, you know, I've been known to say some not so nice things all the time about Anova. Now I'm backing Anova a little bit more because I don't like this big corporation jumping in. And Anova's never been like that. Yeah, I mean, Nova's just, I mean, they, they're big for disc golf, and they have all these molds, and yes, they're inconsistent with their molds because they're trying to push out so many discs, so much plastic, that there are inconsistencies. They do lack some quality. But they're not, they're not like your principal at school. They're like your bro. That you're, He's like the cool math teacher, you know what I mean? Oh. Like, he's not the principal, but he's like a cool math teacher. He's like, hey, man, I know you were late from coming in from the next from the last period but we cool man that's that's the nova you know what i mean i have no idea what you're trying to say to me right now <laughs> i have zero idea what you're trying to say to me i'm just saying like these big corporations coming in are like the principal the a-hole the yeah, douche canoe the guy that's there to punish you like this is the way it's gonna be we gotta make these profits and to make these profits yeah. we gotta drive up this sales well we're not selling this so we're gonna drive up the price and then, and then Anova's like the yeah. homie that's like here, the extra credit question at the end of the test is like, what's two plus two? Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, is this chair blue, true or false? Uh, C. Boom. <laughs> and then, yeah, that's exactly what. Yeah. So, it, what, do you it's, have it's a else? very it's a very s- slippery slope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But for like, sure. Like I said, as it sits now, I don't see it as a good thing. I don't see it as a bad thing. But if it does continue to snowball, I think it will cause a problem and kind of some disconnection between disc golf and its community that isn't part of the pro tour and the pro circuit. Yeah. I just, here's the thing. It, here's the thing too. Like, let's speak about this. Like if all these companies get bought up by one big company and a pro signs to these companies, right now they're throwing mixed bags in a, in a sense. And I don't, I don't think that's, I don't like that by any means. Well, I think so. You know, between trilogy, there, there's a, there's so much overlap that it's always been basically the same disc with a different stamp, more or less. But now we have more overlap if, say, the umbrella covers more of these brands outside of what we are known to be the trilogy branding. Then we have so much overlap between, you know, the trilogy that is Dynamic Disc, Westside Disc, Latitude sixty four, and then let's just throw in their Discmania and. Uh, mint discs. So we have so much overlap that now it's all the same discs with different stamps. We kind of saw this, well, I kind of saw this in my, my time working at Sears that, you know, for example, our air compressors, Craftsman air, air compressors, and then you go look at Lowe's, Lowe's air compressors, the exact same air compressor made by the exact same company with a different stamp on it. They're made in the exact same refinery, the exact same factory with the exact same parts with a different stamp, same price tag. And I think that that is where this could be going if this snowballs out of the original trilogy group. Yeah. I get that. Gosh, I don't like this at all. I don't it, even like talking about this. It is. It, it, it It's hard to talk about it because... Right now, it's so vague that we 
really don't know what to it expect. Just, it just dropped. Yeah. Like, like literally. A few days ago. Wednesday. Like, uh, uh, tu- Tuesday. It might have been Tuesday. Tuesday or Wednesday. I just know we, we talked about it nonstop in our, in our disc golf group chat. And- well, I had heard about this on Sunday during my tournament from a guy that I played with that is. In the spon- Well, sponsored by uh, Westside. And he was kind of hinting at this. Oh. So I, I kind of knew what was going on in the, while reading that disc golf or disc golf group. I'm like, oh, yeah. So this is what this guy was talking about, that he might be able to throw cast a blast here in a second. Okay. Well, well, apparently this has been in the works for like a year. That That is what the article said, yeah. I don't see. And that's another thing. They, they kept this under wraps for a whole year. And but the, to be they, honest, were you really paying attention to dynamic disc for the last year? Yes no. and no. Absolutely I knew, I knew that their I knew that they their quality went down by a, a huge. Yeah, they they couldn't disparity. get anything in. Yeah, I mean, and then the plastic they got from Italy was a terrible idea. I think the plastic from Italy is fine. It's the plastic from China that sucks. No, the Italy plastic wasn't good either. I didn't like it. Um, but yeah, I guess you're right. No, technically, I was not following the inner workings of Dynamic <laughs> Disc. I don't follow the inner workings of any disc golf company. So no, I wasn't watching. Out Except for, for the boys. Exactly. Follow them boys. What you typing over there? What you got going I'm trying on? Trying to figure out. Let's talk about this Texas State that's happening. This coming up week, because we is that well, next weekend? That is next week. Is that, that a, is that a DGPT event? It's not next event? weekend. It's not next weekend, but it's our next big event. Is that is it's, that a pro tour event? The, yes, it's it's the next pro tour event. It starts on March twenty fourth. We can talk about it now, or we can wait. Uh give me give me the roster. Who's all who's all in there? Is there anybody? Actually, tell me who's not in there. Just quickly scrolling through it. Tell me who's not there that you see. Is Ricky in because he's missed out since his wrist injury? Is he is he listed? This must not be the pro event one. Um, or disc golf championships. Oh no! I, I don't know. It is a shame to to have all these pro tour events and Ricky not be there. Uh, well, just this pro tour. Well, he had to. He well, had he, to he, drop out right before. Well, it, he he didn't play Vegas because his wrist, and then he didn't play. He's not playing Waco because maybe his wrist in. Val, Val Mondorhano, Mondorhano, however you say her last name, I'm sorry for butchering that, but she dropped out uh, days before because I believe an ankle injury. So, we're it's terrible to see all of our disc golfers just going down with injury. Don't say it's not a physical sport, people. We got guys and girls going down with injuries that can't play. Well, a big thing for Ricky's was it was actually. Uh, the Lyme disease that really messed him up, but uh, that's not that's not what took him out though. Not this one, not this, no. no. But I mean, look at Eagle from last year, his elbow. So you're right, injuries happen all the time. Yeah, um, it's not pulling up. What a guy. So we'll talk about it next week, I suppose. But other than that, anything yeah. else you got for this week, man? Man, I don't I don't have a whole lot. There's not a lot going on locally. Other than the, other than the House of Disc News and maybe the possibility of disc golf changing as we know it. On a, on that's a, about it on a you know corporate level yeah it's uh you know let us know what you think is it is it good is it bad you know follow us on uh twitter at party card sports follow us on facebook at party card sports leave a comment 
yeah, let us know what you think. Uh, Follow us. Leave a comment on Apple, on Spotify, on any of those things. Leave a comment on our Podbean, any of that. Because we would really like to engage with some of you guys, seeing what you guys know, seeing what you guys think. Because we can sit here and just chat between ourselves, and it doesn't really mean a thing. Tell us how much you disagree with our opinions. Tell us how much you agree with our opinions. and Preferably agree. Start debates respectfully or not in the chat or not or yeah not. have fun have fun with it yeah i don't know crack a cold one in the comments you yeah. know what i'm saying <laughs> that's you know, hey man crack a cold crack one a in the cold. comments there you go let's go but uh you know the disc golf season is just getting underway the pro tour adventure just now kicking off it it's Hopefully gonna be some of these big name guys it's gonna be a long ride yeah because uh, i've kind of and and girls because uh except now you know, because Waco just started, we haven't got to see much of the top tiers in every single event. Yeah, Kristen Tatar's there, Paige like, Pierce is there. Yeah, yeah, there'll be like one to two there, and then all of a sudden, the, none of the other two, couple are there, and then same with the MPO, one or two is there, and not all of them are there. I, I believe Kristen Tatar is here to stay for the rest of the Pro Tour. Mm-mm-mm, I cannot wait to watch her own coverage. Mm. Well, guys, girls... That's all we got today for Party Card Disc Golf. You guys keep the party going on out there. We'll keep the party going on in here. We'll see you next week. And go crack some cold ones in the comments. Let's go.